clam box. I am blown away. This pathetic excuse for a clam place has five reviews on Yelp. The only reason the line is long is because of the ordering protocol, which is designed trick people into thinking that they are busy. One person places their order at a time, then they hand the order to a cashier, then they hand it to the cook. Serious, that is how it works, and that is why the line is long, a complete ploy to mislead all driving by. The food is okay, that is it, just okay, and nothing more. To wait one hour plus for okay food in this day and age is a sin. May the owner of this place be scolded for their complete lack of attentiveness to their customers' valuable time and comfort. Pathetic, pathetic, pathetic. Dustin P., South Hamilton, Mass. Welcome to the Food Feud Podcast, where the question is not, how good is this restaurant, but is this reviewer an asshole? Restaurant Info. The Clam Box of Ipswich is located at 246 High Street in Ipswich, Massachusetts. They're open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 7.30 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 8. They do not take reservations and they also don't have waiter service. You order at the counter and wait for your number to be called. Um, When you get there, you can park in the lot uh, where there seems to be a fair amount of spots. Um, there is indoor and outdoor seating. There's a casual sort of beachy atmosphere, about as casual as it gets. Um, and this place uh, does not serve alcohol. Welcome back to another Food Feud podcast. This week we visited uh, the Clam Box in Ipswich, Massachusetts. Um, we'll talk to you shortly about our experiences there. But first, our reaction, our reviewer reaction. That's what we're going to call it now. Nice. Reviewer reaction. Very fitting. It's very, like, snappy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We uh, read a review from Dustin P. Um, I didn't know Dustin Pedroia had such a web presence. (laughs) There can't be too many Dustin P's in Massachusetts. Uh, But he's, like, notoriously a, a sweet guy, right? I've never met him. I guess uh, notoriously isn't even... You can't be notoriously sweet. It's true. But, uh, I mean, this guy, sentence one, guns blazing. There's so many quotes. And, uh... <laughs> the first sentence, if you want to get grammar Nazi on somebody, <laughs> um, is like a Ron Burgundy, like, I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> With the question marks. So first he goes... I am blown away. I can't even read this as a question. I am blown away. This pathetic excuse for a clam place has five reviews on Yelp. Like, how do you read Many that as question a question? Many question marks. Yelp is yeah. all capitalized to perhaps out of respect. I'm not really sure, but he really emphasizes that. So that's not a question. And also, it doesn't have five reviews. I think he was trying to say five stars, the average rating. Maybe he was pointing out which was five stars, but it... Unfortunately, isn't it's four stars? So Maybe I don't he know. he's confused why it could be up to five. I don't know. I don't know. It seems a lot. You've already lost us, Dustin. <laughs> um, 
And then, uh, you know, he's one of these guys that, like, um, you know. He's kind of like a conspiracy theorist. A little bit. Like, there's a system. You chose to be a part of it. Right. Um, and then you really hated the system. So the only reason the line is long uh, is because of the ordering protocol. And I actually had a hard time figuring out what his criticism of the ordering protocol was. He's upset that they hand the order to a cashier. I don't know who they is. The cashier took our order. Then they hand it to the cook. Which happens at every restaurant. Right. I'm confused about how else this is supposed to go down. First of all, if you were the person who bought Dustin his word-a-day calendar, (laughs) um, give yourself a pat on the back because he is using the word protocol. Yep. and uh, and uh, so supposedly the line is a ploy to mislead. But here's what I'm going to throw out there: uh, like there are businesses that attempt to hide the line. One being like theme parks, mm. and you get in the line and you're like, "Oh, there's not even a line." And then you go around a corner and right. you're like, "Oh shit, I'm in line for like 78 minutes." <laughs> yes. So I'm not mad at when a place like has a line. That you can see the entire thing. Right. Um, could this place operate faster? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure, yes. I'm sure there are ways if John Taffer went in there, he would speed things up. Gordon Ramsay. Or Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Um, I will say this. We might have been lucky. We went um, around close today, which was at uh, 7.30. We got there at like 7.10. And they'll take your order uh, if you're in line at 7.30, they're going to take your order and stay open much later. So it's a little misleading. Um, and we didn't. We were lucky. We probably waited like 30 minutes. And, and w- not to pat ourselves on the back, but we tend to be the type of people that we can amuse ourselves. Right, right. Play a little game in line. Yes, we went with some really great friends who had the suggestion to play Heads Up. If you don't have this app on your phone already, seek it out. Especially if you like making a fool of yourself in public the way my friends and I do. I didn't know this was a technology podcast. Yeah. This is a little offshoot. (laughs) Um, What else do we have that's funny in this review? Oh! Oh! Oh, oh, oh. This makes me really happy. If you look in the fifth stanza of his poem, um, (laughs) he spells, he says okay three times in like 14 words and they're all different. We have a O period, K period, O capital O period, capital K period. We just have lowercase O, lowercase K. Yep. And we have capital O, capital K. So maybe, I mean, he could have been referring to Oklahoma the third time, um, and maybe to a friend yeah. named Ock the second time, maybe yeah. like a caveman friend. If you friend. think that clams, fried clams are from Oklahoma, then you are definitely confused. But that is just exceptional. Yeah. And I don't usually get grammar Nazi with it, but... Um, you know, that whole people living in glass houses should have big curtains thing, uh, is true here. Um, Yeah. Can you, can you reread, um, the last stanza and the epilogue, please? Absolutely. And I just want to say this was clearly the reason that we were drawn to this review and chose this review. It's so beautiful. He says, may the owner of this place be scolded for their complete lack of attentiveness to their customers' valuable time and comfort. Pathetic, pathetic, pathetic. And just so you know, 
all of those pathetics are in all caps, which is really helpful in understanding the emphasis he was going for. This dude's pretty pissed off. Yeah. Like, he's writing this thing, and he's, like, getting into it at the end. You know what the three pathetics, what TV show it makes me think of? No. The Brady Bunch. Oh, my gosh. It's like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pathetic? Pathetic? I don't, I, I don't even want to do it. That was pretty good, actually. I don't so want to give a voice to this. <laughs> uh, our our uh, actor at the beginning... Did that covered that real well. Far better. I mean, yeah. I just maybe the maybe the Red Sox had lo- lost that day, and Pedro yeah. was feeling particularly grumpy could, when he went for his clams. Could have been around the Francona dismissal. Oh, they were yeah. very close. Right, right. Um, yeah, I am a fan hey. of of Dustin Pedroia, the baseball player. And I, as am I. I uh, sometimes struggle to like our hometown Red Sox. Um, but he just, uh, he gives it all. Usually the most likable guy on the field. Very skilled and gives it his all, you know, but, mm-hmm. um... Well, at the very least, he provided us with a lot of entertainment from this particular review. So thank you, Dustin P., whether or not you are truly a professional baseball player. All right, you want to talk about our visit there today? Yes. All right, or- so we were so pleased and lucky to get to hit up the clam box after checking out this review. Yeah, uh, so again, we, we did not have a long wait. Um, we, uh, Melissa and I ordered a lobster roll each, um, and we split uh, a fried clam mini, vo- mini box, which essentially comes with one side. We got onion rings. Um, we each had um, a clam cake, and uh, I had a nice diet soda, which was cold, and uh, I think the real brand. And you had an iced tea, which mm-hmm. was good. Delicious. I mean, it was probably, like, also from, or the, yeah, from the soda dispenser. But it was unsweetened, so. All right, let's talk first. Let's talk in the order we ate. I think we ate. So I think we dug in first to the um, fried clams. Yeah, I am always going to go first for the hottest thing. Okay. Yeah. Just Respect. to maintain the, the temperature at which it was supposed to be eaten. It's a good idea. Um, I always eat my food in reverse order to how excited I am to eat them. Like, if you bring out a, a vegetable that's supposed to be healthy, I eat that first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that worked out pretty well because I was, you were excited about all portions of this meal. I was. I would guess. Yeah. Um, also just want to highlight, uh, that they had tartar sauce, which I put on almost everything. I didn't put it on the lobster roll, but I put it on everything fried and that was amazing. Or if you're... Sea Montgomery Burns, they had tartar sauce. Yes. Um, all right, so tell me, you, you're the clam aficionado. Okay, I actually thought that these clams were as good as it gets. They were the native clams, which are the full clam, including the belly. They were out of clam strips at the time, which we wouldn't have gotten anyway, but which are more economical, so if they do have them, you might prefer that. Um, Would you characterize the breading as light, medium, or heavy? Light and pretty crispy. Yeah, I agree. And uh, when I'm eating good fresh seafood, I don't want the breading to be too heavy. Like if I'm eating the yeah. Clams Casino at uh, a Ooh, diner in oh New York God. City, Ugh. I don't even know if that's breaded. It is. I th- well, it's definitely like on the half shell with some crap on top. Okay. Anyway, the, the worse the clams are, the heavier I want the breading. So if I'm eating them in Ipswich, Massachusetts by the ocean... Uh, I do want them light, and, and I thought these were really good. Yeah. Uh, they came with a side of onion rings, which were like the um, 
not breadcrumb, like typical battered. Yeah, um, light batter. But yeah, it didn't look like the, um, Massachusetts has a lot that are like battered and there may or may not be onion in there. <laughs> these were like pretty solidly onion. I thought these were really good. I, yeah, they were great. Um, I ate them without ketchup just to get the, the real deal feel, you know? Oh man. Yeah. Um, I never turned down a condiment. <laughs> I think then we moved on to the clam cakes. Um, I didn't know what to expect with with these. Nor did I. Uh, I've never had a clam cake. Um, I've had a lot of crab cakes, yeah. which you can get. There's a million different ways they are. Um, I, again, thought the sort of consistency and, like, um, the creation of these, I, I thought they were awesome. Yeah. If, to me, it kind of tasted like a potato latke with Agreed. clams in it. So it was pretty potatoey. I think we both agreed that that was the ingredient in there in addition to clams. And that so you know that is something that you should be expecting. It's not going to be like solid. Yeah. You know, a major distribution of clams, but I put some tar- yeah, I put some tartar on there. Just a yeah. very thin coating. And again, really well fried. Nothing we had was soggy. Yeah. Nothing we had was really heavy. Overcooked. Nothing was yeah. overcooked. And this is the type of thing that you cut with a fork, but it wasn't falling apart. Right. Liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the ultimate thing, and this is why, if I, honestly, if I were to go here and recommend one item, it would be these. Because I believe they were $1.65 each. That's right. Which is crazy. That's right. Uh, yeah. Because this place is not cheap. It's fresh seafood. Yeah, we uh, did we'll spend, get into that. yeah, yeah, we did spend a lot more than we typically do on a night out. Correct, yeah. But, but then we had the lobster rolls... I'm a huge, I mean, like, who isn't a fan of lobster rolls, but um, this wasn't my favorite lobster roll that I've had. Me neither, although this is what I think was going on, my humble opinion. Um, I'm not sure they were dressed at all. Yeah. I could not detect any, like, mayonnaise or oil or butter. Um, And I kind of, like, go both ways with this because sometimes there's too much mayo, um, I felt like what we were eating was like straight up lobster. Yeah, yeah. So I did commit probably the cardinal <laughs> sin of lobster, and I did put some salt on mine and some pepper, um, and that helped a lot. I mean, I think there are probably other things that would have helped too, like maybe some lemon, um, but that didn't seem to be easily accessible. So. I did enjoy it, you know, once I was... Mm-hmm. I also ate it after everything else when I'd been eating all that pickly tartar sauce and the really uh, salty fried stuff, so maybe that was a problem in the order I ate stuff, but it was still good. The bun was really good. Yeah. I My thoughts were the lobster seemed to be incredibly fresh, high quality. There was a lot of it in mm-hmm. the bun, but I do agree with you that I would have liked some sort of dressing... Um, yeah, you know, not saying it was a bad item. No. And some people prefer theirs that way. They really want the pure, the, just the, the most direct taste of the lobster. So I'm, I know some people that would like it that way. Sure. Um, lucky for you guys, we're not gonna waste your time talking about beer today. (laughs) Because there isn't any. Nope. Just some delicious soft drinks. Um, And I just want to say, I think our total for this meal was 71? I think it was 71.10. Yeah. So, FYI, it is not a cheap meal. Um, We also ordered 
a ton of food. You don't need to order that much food if you go there, but we like to try a lot of stuff. For sure. Coming up, we will give you our rating of the Clam Box in Ipswich and our verdict on whether our reviewer is, in fact, an asshole. But first, our top five for this week. All right, we're back with our top five, our meta podcast within a podcast. Uh, this week we are doing what, Melissa? Uh, I think you phrased it as sea animals you would most enjoy eating. Sea animals you would most enjoy <laughs> eating. Number one, great white shark. <laughs> Number two, blue whale because wait, of the portions. Wait, wait. No, these aren't real. These aren't real. I Yes. Yeah, I'm, these aren't I'm, real, though. I gathered that, yeah. But you probably didn't, though. Number two, blue whale. <laughs> All right. Um, number three, Loch Ness Monster. Mm. To prove that it exists and have all the gold in Scotland. Sounds like it would be pretty gamey. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's kick your top five first. Let's start with number five. Okay. Um, so, number five, uh, which I just chatted a little bit about, the fried clams. So, for each of these seafood items, I'm going to list for you the preparation that I would want them. Because for some of them, that makes a huge difference. So, if I'm going to eat clams, I want them to be fried. Boom. Yeah. Number four. Uh, mussels in a sort of white wine, garlicky sauce. Love it. Oh, my God. That is always a treat. Weird thing is uh, that used to be my nickname in high school. <laughs> Emphasis on the white wine, garlicky sauce. No, just mussels. <laughs> uh, number three. All right. I'm going to go with a classic that I have been eating since I was like four when I would go with my parents to legal seafood restaurants, uh, which was sort of a family favorite. The only thing I wanted at the time was shrimp cocktail. Mm. Shrimp cocktail, one of the main reasons being that cocktail sauce is just delicious. True. Um, and always... Always tasty. Number two. Lobster roll. As you can tell from my description earlier, I'm a big fan. Um, I really crave lobster rolls from time to time. It's a uh, pricey habit, but what are you going to do? It's worse in the world. Yeah. It's like two packs of cigarettes. Ooh. And number one. I bet you can guess what my number one is. I think I'm not picking up on it. Oh, the old uh, raw oyster. Yeah. I could put down a dozen oysters just, like, immediately if they were in front of me. I really love them. I probably discovered this a couple years ago, um, and I just can't stop ordering them. So I tend to like mine with a squeeze of lemon and a little dollop of cocktail sauce, sometimes a mignonette. Mm. God, they're so good. Yeah, that's my top five seafood selections. I, uh, I like all your choices. I have some... Some differing opinions. All right, so what's your number five? Uh, believe it or not, I forgot it and wrote some of these when you were doing yours. I'm going to go with mussels. Okay. Yeah, I like mussels the same way you do. Uh, typically, like, yeah, white wine garlic sauce. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I believe the funny thing is the first restaurant we reviewed, Prohibition Pig, will sometimes do that. They make theirs with beer instead of white wine. They use an Allagash white to make their muscles, and I and we've had it. It was good. I just pushed all my chips to the middle of the table. There you go. All right. Um, and what about your number four? Uh, oysters, but where you like them fresh. I'm, I'm not picking um, food preparation. 
Uh, I'm just picking like how I like them at their best. I love oysters both uh, fresh and also fried. Delicious. Yeah. Okay, number three. So this is kind of a cop-out, but I do think most of it tastes roughly the same. I'm going to say fish. <laughs> <laughs> like white fish. Say more. Okay. Yeah, okay. so like not salmon, not tuna. Uh, I do really like tuna, but just like... When you go to a restaurant and you kind of have, like, a white fish, you can't really tell what okay. it is. Okay. Do I you mean, want it to be, like, breaded and fried or baked, or do you want it to be... Super open. Okay. Um, yeah. I think typically uh, baked fish. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, like fish. I don't eat a ton of it. Yeah. Um, and you've had, uh, what were you making uh, in the in the pan recently? Tilapia. Tilapia. Yeah. Solid. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. you did love that. Okay, very I gotta healthy. make that more. All right. Yeah. All right, so what was that, number three? Three. All right, so what's your number two? So my two and one are almost a toss-up. Yeah. Sort of depending on which is better prepared. Um, but I'm going to say I have a slight preference. So number two, I'm going to say scallops. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pan-seared scallops, when made by a really good chef, are pretty tough to beat. Yeah. Uh, and my number one, lobster. Yes. Um, I actually usually like it more in the shell than in a lobster roll. Um, and I think sometimes it's just like a issue with uh, not having it sauced the way you would typically do it. And I don't know what the perfect mm-hmm. situation is. I'm kind of like tempted to try to figure yeah. it out. You know? So do you dip your, your fresh lobster in butter? Um, sometimes, you know... Sometimes I'll do it. I will eat a lot of lobster just straight yeah. out of the shell. Yeah, you do that with a lot of food. You yeah. don't really need a... You, you like the pure flavor. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Excellent list. Thank you. Mm. That was a fun top five. Yeah, I'm getting hungry again. Yeah. Did I... I can't remember if I put blue whale on there. You you did mention the blue <laughs> whale, yes. So that's sort of... I don't know if that's your honorable mention. You know why? Good portion sizes. <laughs> 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 All right. there. That's our... Uh, Top five, our meta podcast within a podcast. You sign up for the main podcast, which is free. We throw on another podcast, which is free. You're welcome. Yeah. And I think pretty soon we're going to do the uh, podcast within the podcast within the podcast. Oh, man. Trying to win in a, uh, I don't know what what a podcast award is, but trying to win a Maybe they'll create one after we release this. (laughs) Trying to win a Webby or something. (laughs) All right. So we're going to be right back with our... Uh, star rating and the verdict. Boom. Welcome back from our podcast within a podcast. Now we're going to do our rating for Clam Box in Ipswich, Massachusetts. Um, as always, we'll do for today. Melissa gets to go first. Thank you. Um, Alright, so I've decided... Uh, to give the clam box of Ipswich a four and a half, wow. 4.5. Um, and for me, that's because I thought the food was so tasty. And I left there, I just kept saying over and over again how delicious it had been. Um, I do think there's a few sort of things you need to know before you get there to get your expectations in line. And it's not a place that I would go all the time because I'm not usually interested in waiting in line for that long. Um, especially given that I think we were there on a pretty quick night. It could be, it could be worse. Um, and again, the price is appropriate, I would think, for what we're getting, but it is pretty steep. So this is not an everyday restaurant, 
but really, really delicious, really solid. I'm going to go 4.30. And that's not a... uh, an insult to the clam box. I found oh, the food to be really good. Three. Oh, it's high. Yeah, I thought the lobster roll could have been a little better, although yeah. I really enjoyed eating it. I thought there was like a very um, fresh feel to it, um, and there was a lot of huge pieces of lobster in it. Um, there was a weight, which of course isn't their fault, but it's part of the experience. Um, I thought the service was actually really good. The cashier was... Um, very quick. She had a notepad, so you could kind of watch her clicking things off. And um, actually, when I went up to pick up our order, uh, <laughs> Liz has heard this story already. A guy was doing the like Southwest Southwest Airlines, like I'm going to stand right in front of the entrance to the plane, even though my group hasn't been called yet. And um, so I kind of got around this guy, and he was like, "Oh, he, you know," she asked, "Like, what order number are you?" And he's like, "My order hasn't been called yet." but can I get two ice waters? And she was like, oh, hold on a second, and finished dealing with me, you know, because he tried to, you know, his time was more valuable than my time type mm, of thing, you know? Trying to jump the line. A little bit. Um, and she was very, despite being probably like a high school-aged girl, was like, uh, you know, you can hold on one second. So there seemed to be a lot of really good training. Um, you can actually see back into the kitchen, which is cool. Some part of me is tempted to rate it higher, and, and I do want to... Um, check it out again. Um, part of the issue is the price, too. Yeah. But I think, again, like, this place is what it promises to be. I totally agree. If someone asked me, should I go to the clam box, I would say, for yeah, sure. Yeah, me too. Me um, too. So, next up... Is Dustin P. Or an is, asshole? Do you know what he calls himself? What? Dusty Two Sacks. Oh, God. <laughs> Love it. Uh, the Laser Show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so do we want to say it at the same time? Um, were we saying yes or no? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to count it down. Three, two, one. Yes. yes. Yeah. This I guy. mean, there was no doubt. This dude is just a shining example of someone who's going to earn the asshole rating. Yeah. This guy uh, is probably the type of guy who's in like a fantasy football league and like feels like it's important to like talk smack. Yeah. Right, right. His review was, like, clearly, in part, just wanting to hear the sound of his own voice. Like, he was like, how can I make this as just intense and crazy as possible? Pathetic, pathetic, pathetic. It's just like, he is that guy. My best friend's in a fantasy football league, and there's guys in the league that, like, really want to, like, give it to you. And it's like... If I'm going to play a fantasy sport, I'm going to be like, oh, hey, uh, how, how are your kids doing? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's not that serious. Um, but yeah, um, Dusty P, solid second baseman. <laughs> By the way, I do want to make it clear that this is probably not the real Dustin Pedroia. I mean, I guess we may never know. <laughs> I don't um, think there was a photo that showed the, the authentic Dustin Pedroia. Um, but I'm going to check right now, live. Oh, actually, okay, so the photo he uses on his profile is from what appears to be some sort of religious renaissance painting. Uh, I hope that this isn't supposed to be Jesus. If you're using Jesus as your profile picture on Yelp, you just moved a little bit higher up on our asshole ranking. You don't think that's a self-portrait? 
Well, in that case, he's a very talented artist. His rating distribution is the reverse bell curve. 12 five-star reviews. So he does give, give some good stuff. But he has no four and three stars and four two-star ratings and four one-star ratings. Yeah. Well, I want to go back and see if anyone rated his review. Oh, ten people said it was useful. Maybe we're off here. Four said it was funny. God knows that is true. <laughs> Nobody said it was cool. Yeah, we're, we're on. It wasn't. All right. So uh, I think we could move right into our... Um, one of our favorite segments, the round out the night. Yeah, we got a couple suggestions. I'm going to throw out the first one. Yeah. Uh, there, You're probably doing this anyway, but if you're going to Clambox and um, you have any ability to do so, go to Crane Beach in Ipswich. So I'm, I'm, throwing, I'm throwing out a little personal info. I hate going to the beach. I really do. And Crane Beach to me is just a pleasure. Um, great swimming. It's very pretty. Um, the drive to there is pretty. Um, you're going to pay a lot for parking if you're not a member of the, res- the, the trustees. trustees of the reservation. I think you're going to pay 25 bucks for a car. Which is why you got to hang out with people who are members <laughs> like we do. Or I actually rode a bike there today, uh, and I believe you're supposed to pay $2 to park a bike, but I just rode in. Um, yeah. Nicely done. I thought they were going to stop me or, like, I didn't really understand how, like, I wasn't trying to sneak in, but I did sneak in. Um, so, yeah, Crane Beach is just a treasure. Yeah. Probably beautiful. the best beach in Massachusetts. Well, outside of the Cape? Uh, I would say outside of the Cape, it's the best. Okay. Yeah. I might stand by that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Brewster. Okay. Brewster. Might be. I, <laughs> I don't think I'm the only person who thinks that. No, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And we, we and I can't say for sure because I haven't been yeah. everywhere. So. True. So that is a perfect way to spend your day before you head over to the clam box. And then maybe you'll hit it at closing time like we did and you won't have a super crazy line. And where else did we go? Um, so we somehow managed to find room uh, on <laughs> what we like to call the dessert shelf. Boom. Uh, in our stomachs. Um, we went over to Down River Ice Cream. Uh, depending on which way you're leaving uh, the clam box, there is one in Rowley, which is the one we went to, and there's one in Essex um, in sort of opposite directions, so you have two choices. Um, this place was so delicious. We had never been there before, but we saw the menu listing posted on, on Yelp, of course, um, and we're just super impressed by their flavors. We're always looking for places that don't just create interesting flavors by mixing things into vanilla ice cream. I got they a good a variety for uh, the flavors. Imaginative. Very. And they all had really interesting uh, titles, too. Um, even things that are very typical flavor offerings would have a way more interesting name. Um, like uh, their mint chocolate cookie ice cream is called Kung Fu Grasshopper. That's delightful. Uh, and the one that you got had a very I got the interesting name. Pusha T's Womp Womp <laughs> Coca Coca Surprise Deluxe, which was good. But actually, they spell it like Phyrexian Peanut Butter Corruption. <laughs> oh, that one. That's how you're supposed to pronounce that. Oh. Phyrexian Peanut Butter Corruption, which has chocolate ice cream... Uh, peanut butter truffles and oh. swirls of liquid peanut butter, which is just... And it was really good. Decadent. I, I eat a lot of 
chocolate peanut butter themed ice cream, admittedly. And uh, I think this was the best I've had in a long time. Peanut butter truffles. I think they were like peanut butter cups, but... Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, again, the way they describe this stuff is very enticing. Am I the only one who didn't get a word of the day calendar this year? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you one for Christmas. All right. Um, and then I got one that was called French Tart, uh, which was chocolate ice cream with a swirl of raspberry, and that was excellent. And uh, dog lovers, they offer something called Rosie's Treat for $2.50. Uh, which is vanilla ice cream. Um, with two dog biscuits. With two bu- dog biscuits. And if you order this month, you can actually get an email from me um, that will tell you to stop treating your dog like a human and <laughs> maybe just have a baby or uh, give $2 to charity to um, help like four needy people eat dinner. That's a joke. You can buy ice cream for it's your dog. political you moment from Kevin. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess if you're trying to avoid your dog stealing your own ice cream, it might be just a helpful distraction. If you want to give your dog ice cream, give him ice cream. <laughs> just, th- just think about the needy. But whatever you need to do, go to Down River Ice Cream in either of its two locations. Uh, we were very pleasantly surprised. And, uh, the other thing you can do to round out the night is a little thing called, um, uh, the... the <laughs> The Three Lobster Roll Challenge, which I'm creating tonight. If you do this, please send me a picture at uh, foodfeudpodcast.gmail.com. Order order a lobster roll at each of these three restaurants, which are near each other. Clambox, J.T. Farnham's, and uh, Woodman's. The latter two of which are in Essex, which is the next town over. Uh, And if you do this, when we uh, print up our Food Feud t-shirts in like 2017, I'll send you one. So look forward to that. Yeah. I think that's all we got for today. Yeah. So uh, overall, highly recommend the clam box and do not recommend Dustin P. Except for some laughs. Via con Dios. Uh, Food Feud Podcast. Back with a first. Uh, we have like a addendum. A postscript. A postscript. We uh, went back to the clam box. Couldn't resist. We went like a week late, less than a week later. We're in town. We're nearby. Stopped back in um, and got a couple of lobster rolls. And much to our surprise, they actually dressed them. It wasn't that our initial ones were lightly dressed. Someone clearly forgot to dress them. Yeah, I don't understand how that could happen. But, yeah, the lobster rolls we had on our second visit were totally different. They definitely had mayonnaise on them, and they tasted delicious. Yeah, they were better. Uh, I I do think that, um, oddly enough, the ones without mayonnaise were, were still kind of interesting yeah. to eat. You get some fresh lobster. Yes. Um, I like the texture of fresh lobster, but essentially we just wanted to let you know that we somehow were probably the one out of 10,000 people who went there and had Lobster rolls that weren't dressed. I mean, maybe they were, like, very, very, very they slightly weren't. dressed. Instead. No. Maybe they were at the bottom of the bowl and never, I don't know. No. But uh, we went back. We both liked our new lobster rolls. They, um, and we just wanted to relate to our listeners that if you go there, you can expect to have some nice dressed lobster rolls. And if some sort of fluke happens, maybe there's some random employee who just, like, sabotages the mayonnaise on the lobster rolls, just just go back and get some for yours. 
The only thing I could think is maybe like the person in front of us or behind us ordered them without. Oh, maybe it's an option. I, I think it's more like a specific request. I mean, yeah. I think if you went anywhere and requested it, they would do it. That's but again, we didn't want to spend too much time. We just want to let you know, uh, do not avoid clam box due to um, uh, their undressed lobster rolls. And that's it for this week. All right. Apologies for the audio quality at the end. We were having microphone issues. Today's dramatic reading by Doug Anderson. Music by Eltris. You can reach us on Twitter at Podcast. Email us at foodfeudpodcast at gmail.com or visit us at foodfeudpodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. Tune in next week when we talk about the Mad Taco in Wheatsfield, Vermont.
Apologies for the audio quality. Can we keep that? Yeah.